You are now tuned into Basic Concepts. Yeah, boy! Check, check, peace, check, okay. So we're here. Uh, you know, the best way to start this thing is to just start it. Uh, we have a few things to go through, and I'm um, just making sure everything looks good. And it does. So welcome back to Basic Concepts, the perfect podcast for never. I'm your host, Naeem Hakeem, and we're back on that bullshit. Um, so to kind of fill you in on what's going on, um, this is the first video podcast that I'm doing, and it's like the, I want to say, oh, we're on episode 43 of the podcast in general. Um, I guess the first order of business is what happened to episode 42. So I was running the podcast for a little while, um, and me and my homie Izzy, uh, we, we got to a point where, I mean, at least I got to a point where I was uncomfortable because of the content we were covering. We were covering a lot of current events, not too much, but just enough that I just didn't like what was going on. Um, it was around the time that Molly Percocet first came out and it was around the time that the double XL freshman group dropped their like people. I think it was the designer group. It might not have been the designer group. It might have been the one after that. But the point is, it felt like everyone was trying to be a future copy. And I didn't like that. And there's nothing I can do about that. Um, but I didn't want to talk about it. And my co-host Izzy, he was giving some feedback as to who he thought should or should not be on the list. But I was like, who cares? Talk to me about this freshman class. Well, uh, Before we go any further, have you both seen like the i don't know what did you like their freestyles i don't know what like what yeah, do you have to see yeah. to so, know that you know that you don't like these motherfuckers yo you should watch they got these acapella freestyles that they do in black and white and okay. uh, the entire freshman class is just straight up doo-doo like the best rapper is it is, really is, is anderson pack like it's like anderson pack's the best rapper and i was like why does double xl get to fit like they just started this like if not 10 to 13 15 years ago so who says that they are the dual to end all it became this like point of focus for a lot of people um and there's nothing you can do about that man if, if a trend is a trend is a trend is a trend i'm not here to say double xl shouldn't be the gate but if people are so focused on this like trying to make it to freshman list um that it was just it became like this sort of like this awkward black american idol thing you know where people are aiming for this one spot in particular and it just it makes things very weird um be that as it may i decided to not do the the podcast anymore just for the sake of my sanity because i didn't give a fuck about talking about these people um and some time has gone by and my opinions have not changed per se so the audio on, th on this is going to be a little janky i mean it's just the not the perfect ideal situation to be completely honest uh before we move forward uh i intend to upgrade the situation and fix some of this audio noise um and this extraneous kind of stuff you're hearing maybe you don't hear it and, do and it doesn't matter but i hear it and it bothers me so if you do want to help uh, i put a link below you can donate i'm um, trying to get a chaotic eyeball to get rid of some of that excess noise in this room. I want to sound treat this room a little bit more. Um, but be that as it may, that's a road that uh, we'll cross when it gets there. But you can totally donate in the link below. Um, any any donation is, is fucking welcome and appreciated. Um, in addition, you can also like buy t-shirts and stuff like that. Or you can buy music, but nobody does that. I don't want you to fucking buy my music. 
Anyways, so what happened to episode 42? I was just really bummed out with the way things were going. I didn't like uh, the trend that was happening with, with artists and artists that everybody was like looking for as iconography you know like what what is the ideal that you were aiming for i was tired of being called a hater for looking into and critiquing these situations and because i'm not the judge and i wasn't the best person to be judging but you know at the same time i am i'm in the music industry i'm black like uh i'm an american you know i i'm involved with the capitalist game so it does interest me where these stories go and the directions that the narrative takes us and it just seemed like everybody was trying to copy future um that voice that cadence you know it's why panda was so such a thing because they were like oh it's a future like what what is trap and what is future or what is like an artist you know what i mean it's like um like at what point are you are you doing the techniques of the style and at what point are you doing the techniques of the individual artists and i think that there was well while we were all learning trap there was some there was a huge learning curve in just a a couple of freshman classes really bummed me out so i stopped and you know whether or not i was ahead of my own curve or not uh podcast came back so i'm back with the podcast uh it is aries season aries season is upon us um i'm going to talk about that just a little bit i'd like to call this section what's up with the planets so uh right now or as of the recording of this we are in aries season which means everybody who's in Aries has a birthday, but that means everybody who is an Aries son has a birthday. And, you know, before we get too deep, too quick, basically when you were born, you were facing, the moment you came out the womb, you were facing a certain part of the sky, you were facing a certain part of space, and the planets were in a certain particular region. So those three aspects of you being born affects you. And every single planet, every single star, every single heavenly body, is is almost like uh, an astrological projection or reflection of what you have going on so that's where the astrology comes from um but the aries season i just wanted to briefly talk about if you have aries if you are an aries compared to whether or not you have aries in certain aspects of your chart maybe you don't maybe you know maybe you don't if you don't fucking maybe you'll learn something if or you can just skip this um but if you don't know, you can get the exact birth time and location of when you were born and then put it into a birth chart calculator. And what that does is it matches your birth date up to what was happening in the sky when you were born, like where everything was and compared to where you in comparison to where you were and how that affects you. Um, so so when you're born as an Aries, you are an Aries sun. That means the sun was in the Aries portion of the sky the moment you were born which means you're usually a warrior type, um, you're a little hot-headed, but not just to be angry, it's just because you have a lot going on up there and you're competitive, but not like Leo competitive where you have to be the winner of everybody, it's just you have to be the winner of whatever is the winner for you. Um, and the reason why that particular difference is is interesting is because if you're a winner, have to be the winner of everybody, you're constantly in competition with all these people. But if you have to be the winner of your own shit, um, it means that you're okay with winning your own shit. And if other people didn't think you won, but you did, you're okay with that. And it's not like a better place to be. Sometimes you could be in a situation where you thought you won, but you really looked petty. And people were like, oh, you got it. And you're like, yep, I got it. So that kind of stuff can happen. Um, Aries are very um, concerned with appearance and how they look in in a way of like... uh, 
glamour the physique has to be good or pretty it has to be like you know they they want natural beauty but they want beautiful natural beauty you know um so if we go into the planets you may not be in aries but it may be possible that your moon is in aries or your mercury and or your venus or your mars and when that happens you take on certain aries traits so for example if uh, aries is in your venus if you have Venus, when you were born, Venus is in this part of the sky that was Aries as well as the sun, um, or just in the part of the sky that was Aries, you, you have that same tendency to want to fight. It's not fight. You just love debate. You love sparking ideas. You love... Uh, you love you're able to like juice that out of people, like spark an idea and, and get get the ball rolling with thoughts. Um, very good, at, if not devil's advocate, good at, at um, challenging people. It's more of a challenging thing. People mistake that all the time, um, but be that as it may, you have the your Mercury and then your Venus. Um, see if you have if you have Aries in your Venus. That means that you have a tendency to have short bursts of love um, situations. They're not necessarily, you're not always aiming for the long term because you enjoy your independence. You're an independent warrior and you need to prove that. And, and like I said, if you're trying to prove within your own realm of existence, you, you got a lot to prove to yourself. Um, and being independent is a, is, a, is a big one. Not like you got to be single. It's just you need your space. You need to know that that person is not overbearing or something like that. People may be overbearing. People may be unnecessarily um, wanting to be close. And that, those are usually the not the good compatible relationships. Um, but if you go into the Mars as well, um, it's it, the same thing happens, but it is more of like uh, an aesthetic expression of, of, of being a challenging type of person. People mistake that shit all the time. Um, sometimes you can, you can get mistaken for Leo. It's very, very warrior-like and competitive. So for all my Aries out there and for all my people with Aries all in your chart, I would look at your chart, see what comes up in your chart, and then Google the aspects and say, okay, well, if I have Aries in, you know, Mars, what does that mean? Or Aries and Pluto? You know, you got to look it up. So I implore you to explore yourself. Um, if you think astrology is bullshit, you're funny because um, you probably eat meat. But that's a whole nother situation. You know, everything is possibly a lie. So you got to believe something or another. Moving on. <laughs> um, so I didn't really have an order of the things that I wanted to do this in. Um, the next thing, I guess... Uh, I can share with you is a recent read that I had. Um, before we get into the recent read, though, uh, I'm going to spark with you guys because we haven't had a spark. Uh, here's a word from our sponsors. I suck at producing. I don't know what to do. I've downloaded every sample pack I could ever download. If there was only a way to make my music sound tight... <laughs> Hey man, I'm a ninja. It sounds like you need help. You should download the Jutsu Hybrid Trap Sample Pack. The Hybrid Trap Sample Pack? What's that? It's a sample pack of over 60 unique sounds that'll totally swag out your music and make it full of fuego heat that the people cannot deny. But you said samples. Doesn't that mean I have to clear them? Oh, don't worry. The sounds are 100% 
royalty free. That means you don't have to clear any samples when you inevitably release or do not release this music. Man, that sounds like a really good deal. Where can I find this? Hey! Okay. Recently I read You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. Good book. It starts out with God or the universal energy, um, which I kind of had a gist existed, but you know, it's only so many times you can hear it before you're like, all right. But the rest of the book kind of gives you things that you can do to help you attack what you need to attack um, and stop making excuses for yourself. That's all it really is, is, is getting at you out of your own way. A big thing for me is money. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't like to talk about money too much just because there's particularities of the way I feel and my experience with it that is, is particular to me. And I know when money comes up, it affects a lot of things with people. So, you know, we're in an environment where a lot of brands and a lot of ideas are pushed forward as you can make this much money or you can do this or how about you earn this or how much you making per week and that's just like I don't say it's lame it's just like well that exists in the same exact room and situations where people are trying to not do things for money and and, and not do money and, and do internships and free things first so uh, you know I just don't like to talk about money because you can offend people very quickly but badass that book you are a badass helped me get in touch with my true thoughts about money and and it has a lot to do with like well you know if you think what do you think about money and you list all the things you think about money and and you take all the negative things and you kind of flip them into positive things because money isn't necessarily a bad thing to have um and and that just gets very complicated very quickly but check out you are a badass yo let's let's get deep for a second um, since we since we just toked, um, I'm gonna take another toke. We're gonna go into simulation theory for for a minute because this has a lot to do with this idea of like God in the universe and whatever you know. Uh, so the age old argument is: Did we come from Adam and Eve, or did we come from? apes you know did we evolve and they both are very valid conclusions like i mean i i say that to say like the adam and eve story is not that crazy it's as crazy as like aliens you know what i mean that shit's just weird it's just out of this world um and i don't expect people who wrote or translated or passed down stories of the bible or all these like books i don't expect them to have everything in, in figured out and in that same vein uh at the same time i do think we are monkeys in a sense because if you think about like if i told you you know during the times of the ancient egyptians in one of our our golden ages you know we were able to you know send emotion and 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 thought telepathically and we were able to think without talk without talking and 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 send ideas and they use you know crystals to communicate and you know it sounds all magical but literally i'm using a phone to send you this like i literally am doing all this 
with a cell phone and a, a, a couple of like, what is this? This is all what that shit was. It was communication, instant ideas and tr- in, in instant transmission of thoughts and emotions very quickly. Um, and that is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a situation where we're, we're possibly in another golden age, but we're very also possibly in another dark age. It's like shifting. Um, and that's what's very interesting. So, yeah, when I hear stories about the Bible and stuff, I think it's like, well, that sounds crazy. Those things were fantastically described, and they're almost to the point where we are envisioning a different image of what may actually happened. You know, what people described, you know, when they say angels come from the sky, like, I don't know if angels came from the sky with wings or all that shit. I don't know what happened. You know, I wasn't there. You weren't there. And, you know, we could be like, well, ignore the story and really look for the lesson. But you st- <laughs> I'm also not just going ign- to like ignore these these wild stories just for the lesson, because then if that's the case, we can like ignore lots of things just for the lesson. Um, and I think that that's not good to do. I think it's important to like sometimes you can get the lesson um, just by telling by 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 explaining things. Or you can say, look, that crazy shit happened and like we learned from that, but can we figure out what happened? Because that is the biggest reason why people argue today is what happened and, and the details. Like we all believe the same shit and that's what's funny. Everybody believes a version of the same shit, even like, and I don't want to be like Satanist, but even people that are like, <sighs> like bad people like even people that are like you consider people you don't fuck with they believe in things like honor and family and think like 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 things that are in good books and things that are in good stories so not to say that they're also valid it's just you know at a certain point I think we're all talking about the same thing and we get so caught up on the details because we're humans we naturally just want to organize shit so so like what is going on but not like it has to we have to figure out the truth i'm just more like what if you know what if so my latest what if is what if we are right now in a video game and i know that sounds weird but just what if right now we are in a simulation right um and i know the idea it just gets weird uh, really quickly, but the idea is that we as humans have already created simulations. We've already created video games. We've already created The Sims. We've created fake worlds. We've created worlds where the rules of physics and the rules of everything, like as much as possible, is is, is a copy of this. Meaning, if you have black space. Um, or an engine, as they call it, empty space, and the engine has a certain physical engine, meaning like the space which things go in, and you have, you say, you say one line and another line. You have two lines, right? And then you have a dot. And you say, well, if this line, if a dot hits this line, it bounces, and if a dot goes past this line, point for that side, and, and the same for this. And you call that pong. And those are simple rules. The dot just bounces back and forth. It doesn't go past the, the edge on the top, doesn't go past the edge on the bottom. Toot! And those are the sounds it makes. It's very simple. But as time progressed, because humans are fucking naturally, the longer we do stuff, the better we get at stuff. Mastery by Robert Greene. (laughs) 
we started adding rules and more and more rules and and more pixels and more information and the more information and data and, and stuff that we've added to these engines the more complex they became to the point now where they're almost too real and the biggest example is Grand Theft Auto Grand Theft Auto is is almost identical to the world it's it's yes you can still tell it's a video game there's still things certain traits about it that distinctly make it a video game world um you know but how many times do like weird things happen in this world where it kind of feels like it glitches um so with the video game simulation theory is basically we've created simulations where in the simulation if we let them roam long enough for, on their own they create simulations <laughs> which means the probability of us being in a simulation where we just decided to create simulations is, is so high like the, the odds of us being the first thing that all the simulations are based off of is just like it's almost impossible it's like one in a billion there's like a there's like a very real number as to like the probability of if we were in a simulation that simulation is not the original one and i'll repeat it one more time for those in the back <clears throat> We've created simulations in this world. Nobody told us to. And in those simulations, those beings created simulations of their world, meaning we are probably a simulation of a world that was already created. So we're probably a simulation in a, in a, in a world where somebody created a simulation to see what would happen. We're almost like either we are a simulation just running that someone's watching for entertainment, or we are in a world where one of the people here is the player, I mean, most people think it's them, which is hilarious. Or we're in a, <clears throat> like a computer program, like the Matrix. We're kind of in like a, like a simulation. It's just like, it, it looks and feels like the real world. But here's why I think this is so interesting. Because we've done experiments that prove this. And we can't explain them. Like, like, the, like people that are smarter than you. You're just watching YouTube. So I don't expect you to be doing shit at all. Like... There are people right now doing real things, like real experiments that really matter. And those people have hit brick walls that are like, hmm, that's weird. And that's what we're going to get into in a second. So before we get into that, and, and I'm going to try to like preface what I'm going to show you. We, we essentially, in, in a video game, when you're playing wherever you are and whatever you're looking at is is what you see so when you're driving down the road it's not really that you're driving down a road that's on like a, a an earth it's not like a globe right it's not like if like if somebody ran long enough they would meet you on the other side it's more of a sandbox and and that sandbox is not it has limits and it's not um how you say it's not always loaded at every time. So like the best example is is PUBG or, or these games where you're like flying in and then you and then you get down to where there's weapons and stuff. When you're flying in, all those weapons aren't loaded like ready for you to see. They're just like blurs on the ground. They're not even blurs. You can't even see them. The ground is just you just see landscape. And the idea is 
if you have memory in a in a game like you know like data like you save the game on your on your phone or something you save the game on your video game or you save the game on your computer or, or in your system your your system we're in a solar system but you're you know a computer system you the amount of data you have can save what the people don't see or what or whoever's using it doesn't see the user sees things so when you're looking you're seeing everything in front of you and even though there's like it there's like potential behind you you know what i mean so it's like and that's what's fucking weird because you can't see the potential even though it's potentially there so when you're flying in you can potentially land anywhere where in the system there's information saying that there's something there that's going to be there that is this thing but you can fly or land wherever you want. So when you decide to land somewhere, the game didn't know that you, the system didn't know that you were gonna make that choice. It just had a bunch of potential. So that's essentially where, what this is. If you can, for example, apply this, you don't know when you're flying from New York to LA or, you know, you're not looking at individual homes with individual lives of individual people eating and making food and 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 and, and arguing and, and driving you know it's just the ground it's just that but the universe I, so the idea is that the computer that we're in is so huge and so advanced that it's able to store all of this potential this information and not to say that like when you're not outside you can't see it but it's that same question of like if a tree falls in the woods and no one hears it did it make a sound you know it it's like what information is actually happening and being put out and what information is important enough that we need to consume it, meaning like our physical surroundings. Um, and the reason why this is so crazy of an idea is because we're made up of, of atoms. We're energy where we are literally like veins and brains and eyeballs we're like we're like that little brain with the with the veins coming out of it <clears throat> inside this body you're not the body you're in the body and the energy that attaches you to that thing is invisible like my hand i get i get goosebumps just from thinking about it my hand isn't solid it's it's bonded the the particles are bonded together like if you look close enough on a microscope like, like I was saying, if you get close and deep and deeper to more detail, right now, this is the detail that we're worried about. When you zoom out, what detail are you worried about? If you zoom into my hand, these aren't together. They're not like stuck together. They're like, they're electrons flying around. They're like particles just flying around each other. And that's what makes this beautiful. You're a vibration, you're literally vibrating. And so when somebody kills you, it's like they kill a part of you that keeps that energy vibrating and, and then all of the particles inside of you which is the bacteria and all that other stuff that's alive that's like moving that isn't really bonded it just consumes the other particles it's just like energy exchange is crazy it's a bitch so i say all that to say we've done experiments as humans we've done literal particle experiments and they have gone ridiculously weird when we tried to observe what was going on like i know you've probably heard of this idea of you can't tell where an electron is you can only tell how like where it's going you can only see the motion and if you try to tell see how fast it's going like like oh you can only know how fast it's going but if you like try to see where it's at and look at it 
you can never observe it. Like I've never understood that in school, how observing the particle changes the behavior of it. Like, like, you know that an electron is flying around, but the moment you look at it, literally it's like you observing it freezes it and, or changes its behavior. And I'm going to show you the experiment, um, right now and, and hope that you, you pick up on some of this and then we'll come back and talk about why this shit's crazy. You may know about or remember one of the most famous experiments in the history of physics, the experiment of Thomas Young. That's the dude. double slit experiment. It was a real coup in physics and led many scientists into the study of quantum mechanics. If you throw solid balls at a shield with a slit cut into it, a single diffuse strip designating the strike points will appear on the screen behind the shield. If there are two slits in the shield, then there will be two strips. So that's just basic like physics. If you shoot shit like, like dirt or things like dots or pellets through a slit, They'll go through one slit, they'll hit the wall. You shoot them through the other slit, they'll hit the wall too, wherever you're shooting through the slit, like bullets or something. But how will waves behave if aimed at the shield? They will pass through the slot and spread out. The greatest impact of the waves will be in the line of the slit, as in the case with the balls. As in the case with the balls. So you see that white line right there? That is basically the point that gets hit the hardest and the most and the and the most it's the, it's like a focal point that line so you're seeing so they're basically measuring where the wave hits the wall but if you add a second slit everything changes a number of alternating interference strips will appear on the projection screen and so you see all those white dots those are all the places where they're like the hot spots that's basically when it overlaps and that hits the wall that becomes a line and when we shine light on the two strips this is exactly so what those happens. are all the, those are all the places where the line the lines are intersecting and basically hitting the wall based upon you sending two waves through two slits a wave through each slit and this is how Mr. Young proved the wave theory of light. If light were corpuscular, like a particle, instead of wave-like, it would behave like the balls, and the screen would show two strips of light corresponding to the two slits. That didn't happen. Later, it turned out that electrons and protons behave exactly the same way, showing that they also seem to exist as waves and not as points. There was one assumption that perhaps light and the others were particles and that somehow the particles bumped into each other and flew apart. So scientists used to think that light, which is a bunch of little light particles like Tinkerbell, and they're just flying around, bouncing everywhere, lighting everything up. Um, but these guys are trying to figure out like what type of energy is light. So to test this, physicists decided to shoot electrons at the target one by one, single file. And what do you think happened? The strangest thing imaginable. The interference pattern still appeared on the screen. It seemed that the single electron somehow divided into two waves, passed through both slits, then interfered with themselves. Impossible. So physicists tried to find out through which gap the... So they shined light through those two slits and saw that instead of the two lines of light that they would imagine, there was basically those wave lines showed up on the wall. So like it showed up as if they were uh, waves inter intersecting. 
And they were like, weird, because we didn't send a wave out. We sent two particles out. Through which gap the electron actually passes. They installed measuring instruments to check this. Another seeming impossibility. They wanted to see what would happen. So they like, start, they like tried to add more cameras to see at what point did it turn from two particles into uh, waves. Another impossibility occurred. The electrons stopped behaving like waves and began acting like particles and left a trace on the screen of two distinct strips with no interference. They had to admit something completely mind-blowing. that the So when they put a camera on the other side of the wall to see at what point did these two particles turn into waves, the particles then just started acting like particles and they just hit the wall. Like you have to think about that for a minute. They send particles through two slits and you see like this wave pattern on the wall and they're like, wow, crazy. How did these particles turn into waves? Like, I don't know, put a camera on the other side and watch it. So they put a camera on the other side and watch the particles and then we shot it through. The particles came out particles. Like they, they no longer came out like waves and they fucking turned into two slits. Meaning watching them changed how they behaved. And that is like, like you have to ask yourself, is that free will? Or is that just like nature? You know what I mean? Like, are we not really supposed to know like all of the details? Completely mind blowing that the fact of our observation or measurement destroyed the wave function of the photons, causing them to become like points corpuscular. The electron under the influence of observation behaved like a particle flying through one slit and not through two. Interpretations. Well, it certainly looks like the work of a game engine, doesn't it? This might make you think that our world is running like a game on a computer. The computer's power is not enough to calculate the motion of each and every particle, so it uses a simplified model and applies precise calculations only if an observer needs to look at the particle, so as not to break the illusion of the reality of the world for the observer. So basically, everything that exists in this video game or in the simulation or in this world is on a need to know basis there's no need for you to see every single molecule particle beam of light of, of every single thing of what everything's made up at a certain point you just want to see table because you just want to put book on table but this is made up of things these things are interacting with each other when you when a car hits into a car some of those things are not supposed to be together and when they hit together, it creates other reactions that are just equal exchange in that situation. Because you could have two cars riding next to each other all day. And that, that, inter that energy exchange is way different. So the idea is, uh, if this is a video game, you're not really going to... There's not enough computers powered to like show you everything at, at every time like there's not enough computer power to like show you every single detail that's just what the video game is when you when you're playing a video game you, it's loading like you know i know this goes into like flat earth theory i don't want to get any give anybody the wrong impression that I'm, I'm a flat earther or anything like that um i do think if we are in a video game i think the video game is very 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 complex very, 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 very complex. I don't think it's just like, oh, yeah, man, we're in a video game and the earth is flat. And nah, man, 
because death is a big part of this too you know when you die are you like what does that mean <laughs> let's not let's not get too caught up um so so this so this kind of adds to this idea that like you don't really need to know what is is in your bedroom per se or what you know maybe not so much maybe you don't need to know like every single detail of every single atom of every of all of your body you should pay attention to a lot of it i mean this has definitely like made me focus more on like the details of certain situations of like you know your body your body is the universe your body is this is own earth it's its own system so you know you have to treat it accordingly you know there are things in your body that have a mind of their own and it's just like i mean aside from your genitals like that it's just like truly your 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 heart is pumping your blood is flowing you're bringing oxygen to your brain like you don't you're not doing that shit so humble yourself for a second uh let's continue explanation could not have occurred to people from the past the results of thomas young's experiment were published in 1803 when it was impossible to even think about virtual reality right these guys were coming up with this stuff so ahead it's almost like going back to the bible like or back to these like good books where they're talking about these crazy things happening like what at what point did they just not have they were just not able to explain what was going on there were many theories suggested for just what the heck was going on and the most famous of them the copenhagen interpretation was proposed in 1927 Niels Bohr and Werner Heisenberg suggested that elementary particles are both waves and particles. To measure an electron, it is necessary to strike it against the screen of the measuring device. The wave functions of the electron collapse when it is measured and it becomes only a particle. And this means that it is not exactly the observer, but the measuring device that influences the result of observation. But if this theory is correct, it still does not discount the hypothesis of the simulated matrix world. For example, a programmed photon could propagate in the network as a wave and restart when the node is overloaded, turning into a particle. This way, one can explain both quantum waves and the collapse of the wave function. The second most popular explanation of the behavior of particles is the many worlds interpretation. To greatly simplify, it looks something like this. We can assume that there are parallel universes in which the same laws of nature operate. And for each act of measuring a quantum object, the world splits into several versions. Each of these versions sees its own measurement result and acts according to it in its universe. In the eyes of the layman, this is a strange explanation. But it's a free world, at least we think it is, and so anyone can decide which interpretation they like best. In a poll of physicists held 20 years ago at a symposium under the auspices of the University of Maryland, 13 voted for the Copenhagen interpretation, eight for the many worlds theory. Several other scientists chose other less popular options, and 18 participants opposed all known interpretations. Those guys were like, nope, definitely Bible. So as you can see, there's a lot of split opinion about this. Um, and dude, I think it's just an incredible, incredible thing to think about. Um, there's a lot of weird stuff that happens. I think that 
when you think about programming or being programmed and stuff like that, it's really cool to consider, you know, if we are energy, what exactly is up? Is it just like only spiritual energy? Is it calculated? A lot of our, a lot of our energy is mathematical, man. It it can be calculated. Um, but that's a little food for thought. Uh, thank you for, for joining me on that rabbit hole adventure. Um, that was definitely a clip from beyond, uh, uh, I mean, I, I think every time we come here, I'm going to try to convince you that we're in a video game. And just, I mean, just think about it for a second. Imagine you are just one character in one world on one saved game on one kid's PS4 and one possible universe of one possible rea reality and one possible, like the possibilities are endless. Like every time that you have to make a decision, another reality is splits and you have a fork in the road. Like another universe exists where you went right and another one exists where you went left. There's one exists where you just don't go in any one. You went back. There's so many possibilities. But moving on. Let's move on to um, up and coming artists. So I'd like to present to you, have you heard? And, and we will uh, close on this. Um, Moses Rockwell, man. I really want you guys to give him a listen. Uh, he is a refreshing rap. Um, I've worked with Moses on a couple of songs. Uh, we are constantly exchanging ideas and we're building. I love that dude. I love talking to that dude. Um, he brings a refreshing vernacular to, to hip hop and rap. He did a series called the Dweeb Supreme series, which is like a four or five EP series. Um, I think it's four, but it's really good. You should really check it out. I'm going to put the links below. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much uh, what I have for today. And, uh, holler at me if you have any ideas on what kind of episodes I should do, what I should talk about. Don't forget to subscribe and don't forget to, to donate. You know, I'm really, I appreciate everybody who's listening. Um, but your donations really do help. It, it helps make a better situation for all of us. And I want to do that. I want to like bring you more. I want to bring you more interesting stuff. I want to bring you more people. I want to do things that make this a little bit cooler. So let's do that. Basic Concepts, Perfect Music Podcast for Never, episode 43. It's a ting, you know? Um, thank you for watching, and shit, I will see you next planetary rotation. Said I kept the fruit and vest strictly. Friends and fam said I seemed sickly. Reverse to buck 30, down to buck 20, buck 15. Concluded truth is I was better off as a lefty. It's rare to hear of all the side effects of being trendy. You robots stress me, trying to GPS me. Scribble up another laundry list of suggestions. I'd rather ask Jeeves, we don't need to be besties. But it shouldn't affect me. Until you're appointed to limb pointers, don't loan them. I could dig a ditch if I'm a lonesome. If I was designed with an open mind, why cater to closed ones? Don't overcomplicate a piece of cake, right? right? And when you ask what I've been up to, don't expect to hear some shit that you can fist pump to. Until I'm led astray by my one two, my sketches in the comp will remain comparable to a sponge. I never school. had a problem with these dudes before. I always used to listen when they told me no. Another misdirection ain't.